0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 281, and I'm calling it Dealing With Other People's Stuff, and other people's opinions or something like that. Okay. So I am talking with Taryn. I think you guys are going to relate a lot to the things that we talk about. You know, she's dealing with schooling at home and that was not in the plan. Um, and I think we've all kind of had everything this year, even if that's not your unique situation, then we can definitely all relate to things not going as we planned. Um, But we're talking about dealing with the stuff of the other people in her family. And also just, you know, as you change other people, not always being quite ready for you to be changing the way that maybe you... Are ready for them to be ready for you to be changing. Anyway, (laughs) there are things that, that I know a lot of us go through. So I think you guys are going to enjoy this. And I just really liked her. I enjoyed our conversation. Um, don't forget if you want to know more about being a patron of the show, um, so that you can join the super secret Facebook group and support the show and also, um, apply to do one of these strategy sessions, you can go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. Also just want to remind you, I will remind you again at the end, but we are closing registration for Take Your House Back, the course, um, as of January 31st. It will open again in a few months, but we're doing that so that we can, you know, when it's an Registration opening, you know, one of the things that we do is the three of us, uh, Cass, Dawn and I do a Facebook live within the Facebook group, which is then put into the course. So you don't have to actually be in the group because I know that's overwhelming for a lot of us, people like me, but we do that where we're answering questions and talking through different areas of the house. And then we each also do a question and answer. So there's like a form that you can fill out from within the course. Um, And then we will answer questions. Um, And so I would do a video of that every week. So anyway, because we are putting that kind of time into it in real time, we are going to have specific open registration periods. Now, you do have access to the course for a year to do at your own pace. All that stuff will be in there for you. Um, You haven't missed out if you haven't done it yet. But I just wanted to let you know that this registration period will be ending on January thirty first. So All right. Here's Taryn. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and being willing to you know, talk about yourself. Thanks for having me, Dana. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me what your unique situation in life is like. All right. Well, my name is Taryn and I don't feel like I have a unique situation. I have everybody's situation. I feel I've been married for almost 19 years. I have one child who is almost 7 but right now we are virtually schooling um with covid and all that fun stuff uh we thought we were going back last week but it didn't happen oh, um really are, yes like are they are, just making that decision they just decided there there was no end date um so that's different um i live in a smallish house and um i've 1200 square feet i've been here for 14 years with my husband and my child and we have just stuff, stuff, stuff. Um, no garage. We do have a basement, um, which is finished, but oh. it is not really usable. Okay. Um, my laundry is down there and I used to work full-time until coronavirus hit. So now I am a stay at home mom. So that has changed my life in some sense where I always thought if I had more time, I could get the stuff done. That's not really true. Um, I feel like I got more done when I worked full time because I knew I had a time frame. where now I'm like, Oh, I can do that tomorrow. So did you work full time outside the home before I did? Okay. And how on a scale of one to 10, how sad are you to not oh be my working gosh, full time. I'm so sad. Okay. I mean, it's a blessing right now because I have to be home with the virtual school um, right. and having a first grader. She doesn't read, so I I need to be there to help with a lot of things. Yes. Um. So it's it's been a blessing, and I've I've kind of I've I mourned the loss, and and I'm moving on. And right now, the the best thing for me is to be home. Uh, I miss people. I miss right. interacting with other grown ups. That that's hard. But I have, you know, some friends and we all keep in touch and I have my old work friends and we all still check in with each other. So it's nice. Do you think that at some point, I mean, here I'm just being personal and you can say not to You don't want to. It's fine. I mean, is there the thought that once this is all over, if it's ever over, that it'll go back to that same job or? No. Okay. That's they, um, where I was before has completely restructured. So like my position doesn't even exist anymore. Um, yeah, they just, they had to think on their feet and figure out how to make this work. It's tough. And I I totally get why they made the decisions they had to make. So, um, so I, you know, maybe I'll go in a different direction and find something new and I'm open to that. So, but you know, I'm, 43 and, uh, you know, life changes and we're just going to move with it when you have a good attitude. I mean, that's life happens. And this has been like the craziest thing that we never actually thought would happen, but (laughs) yeah. And that's how, you know, I can wallow in it and think, oh, poor me. And, oh, this is not going the way it should be. And, but it's not going the way it should be for a lot of people. And we're all, I know we're all personally in a different spot, but we're all in this together and we need to be able to do that. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing about that. I know that I'm guaranteed there's people in the exact same situation as you. And I do think it's interesting what what you've realized, that whole delusion breaking of just the, there's all if, those memes. Yeah. yes. Oh, if I a, had if, time to do this, it would if my be life done. was I, different, then it would be easy. Would be perfect. <laughs> but it's not, and yeah. it's far from it. I'm able to do a few more things than plan, you know, than I used yeah. to be able to get done. But, um, one of my biggest changes, and I think I put this in was laundry day. I never did laundry day before. Okay. Because I didn't want to take a Saturday or a Sunday to like be tied to the house and have to do laundry. And we just had some work done, well, had work done. My husband's doing work in our basement. Mm-hmm. And out of necessity, I've had to start laundry day where I've said to him, like, I'm like, look, I need Friday. I need to be able to get to the washer and dryer on Fridays. And that's it. And so I've made it. And it, Dana, it works. I know. It, it really, really does works, it's and mo- I it's- fought it for so long because I I love laundry. I enjoy doing laundry. I'm one of those. Well, weird no, that's people. a little weird. Yes, I but- <laughs> know, but it's like my time to like. Yes. I bring the clothes up. I don't fold right out of the dryer, but I bring them up to my bedroom and I watch TV while I fold clothes. And like, which is a great excuse to watch TV. Thing. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. my thing that I do. But now with the Fridays, I know I'm going to be home. I set my phone alarm every. 50 minutes so that okay. I can go and switch the loads and I just, I do it and it's really working for me. And it feels weird though. Cause I feel like on a Wednesday night, I was like, oh, I should put a load of laundry. And I'm like, no, no, I'm going to do it on Friday. So did it take you the, the three weeks? To uh, yeah. Magic. It did. Like it usually yeah, does. Yeah, it did. It took, okay. it took three weeks. I mean, I've never been backed up on laundry. I've always been really on top of it. I cloth diapered. I know you did too. Yes. And with my first. Yeah. You had to be on top of laundry to do that. I didn't have a service. I washed it myself. And so I got used to like, yep, every other day I was doing a load of diapers. And so I've always just done laundry. And now I don't have to. And the other day when I had a load of like masks that needed to be washed, Mm -hmm. I didn't have to like worried that something was already in the washer. I just threw a load in some towels and some masks and went on with my day. Yes, which is a great feeling. Do you think, like, do you feel like you'll be able to adjust it for when you do go back to work full-time? Or do you think you'll go back to the... I mean, obviously, here's the thing. As long as you're doing something that works, that's all that matters. Like, you know, if you like doing that every other day, that is great. That's exactly what you should be doing. But I'm just curious if you view it differently as something that you could maybe do like Wednesday night into Thursday morning or something. I may be able to do that. And I really do like being able to say like it's done Mm -hmm. and being able to see like how many clothes we have. Like I had that panic point, like I'm going to run out of underwear, but I'm not, I have enough. The only thing was I was going to run out of pajamas for myself. So, and I was like, Oh, I'm okay. Like, and that was just because I hadn't gotten past the third week. Yeah. So, and now that I am, I'm so confident in this and it's really working for me. I love it. That's great. Yeah. So that's thank great. you. Okay. Hey. <laughs> um, I want to hear your, so I guess that was one of your things that has worked really well for you. Yeah. Um, that was a recent change for me. Yeah. So tell me another strategy that's worked really well in your home. Uh, dishes, doing the dishes, running the dishwasher every single night. It just mentally for me now. And now with homeschool, like virtual school, it's not homeschool. Right. I run the dishwasher. I set it to run every night after we eat dinner and it'll run while we sleep. I okay. do that. And, um, do it your own every risk, everybody. Now, I know, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> but every morning now, because school starts at eight 30, I can't unload the dishwasher once school starts Because it's too much noise. Ah. Because my daughter does school in the dining room, which is right next to the kitchen. So my goal now is I get up and it is unloaded before school starts. And it's so nice to know oh, it's empty, it's done. And so, and the other day, like I forgot to run it one night and then. It was on the weekend and I was like, Oh, I didn't run the dishwasher. And my husband's like, "It's okay. I'm like, No, it's not. I need to run the dishwasher. <laughs> you he was like, it. it wasn't full. I'm like, no, I need to run it for myself. I need just it's just one thing that I do. It's one of my big habits that I do. Okay. And I've gotten past the I used to always think it had to be full. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be full. And you know, it takes way less time to unload when it's not a humongous dishes stacked on top of and it uses less water. I mean, I know that, you know, people don't understand that necessarily, but it really does use less water, even if it's not completely full. And I can calculate with my auto ship on the dishwasher tabs. Like how many days is it? This is how many tabs I'll use. Yes. Like I can totally figure that out. So yes. Yeah. So tell me, I think you had one more thing. I think we talked about laundry and that wasn't on your list, but I Um, want to hear your other one that you put on there too. The container concept. Okay. I love the container concept. And I love thinking that my house is a container And, and that just as a broad sense is huge for me because I have a small house and I need to know what fits in here. And I, um, in, I think it's decluttering at the speed of life. You talk about how you always were when you moved into your first home, you were planning for the home that you were going to have. And so did you have multiple dining room tables or something? Yes. I think uh, I had yeah. three. I, I think I, I have two um, <laughs> because I was always like, Oh, we're going to have a bigger house. Oh, it'll fit. It'll fit. It'll, you know what, when we move, we're going to have this. And then it's been 14 years and I still live in this tiny house of ours, which mm-hmm. wouldn't feel tiny if I didn't have so much stuff in it. And and that's one of the hard things for me, but really, and then trying to get my daughter to realize what the container concept is. I remember I did try one time with like a basket of stuffed animals and I was like, look, we have this basket. We're going to, let's put your favorites in first. And so she put her favorites in. And I was like, all right, well, there's some like, a little more space we can put some more in. And she's like, why don't we just get a bigger basket? <laughs> <laughs> no, like- that's not what we're supposed to do. <laughs> I was, that's how I felt. I was like, no, no, but this is the container that we have. This is what we're going to use. So just um, that's a hard one, but for me, it's working so well, like all my clothes fit in my closet and my dresser actually had empty space in it the other day, which is just glorious. I was able to put my like snow pants in there, which I don't wear very often, but now I know like, oh, I don't have to go dig through a bin to find snow gear. I put them in my dresser because I have space for them. So that's great. Do you feel like your house has felt bigger the more that you implement the container concept? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Because stuff isn't crammed willy-nilly all over the place you know like anywhere there's a space I actually have learned that like a bookshelf doesn't have to be completely packed to me it it breathes you know your stuff breathes better when you don't have everything in the shelves so I'm working towards that it's tough I personally have switched over to mostly all digital books because I found I don't need a hard copy. There's a few things that I have hard copies of, but not many anymore because even if somebody gifts me a book that I'm like, oh, I really want to read this, I'll buy my own copy on Kindle so that I have it so I don't have to have like a book taking up space. And it takes so much energy to turn pages. Uh, You know, it does. (laughs) find a bookmark and I we're I, like the Kindle app. Like it remembers if you are listening to an audio or reading it, it takes you back to the correct page. Yes. It remembers well, I, it for you. I like, I, um, <laughs> I lean my Kindle on my husband's arm. <laughs> And we just, and it goes off on its own once I fall asleep, you know, and so we just sleep with it right there, you know, between us. And, um, and like when it's cold outside, I can get completely under my blanket and just one little finger tapping, it turns the page instead of having to have my arms. I'm just I, lo- I love, I love Kindle. doing th- And I fought it for a really long time. I was like, no, I need a book. I need to feel the pages and some things, you know, you still have that, but I love digital. I, it's funny because we had a bookshelf. We just removed a bookshelf from our bedroom and I looked through it and I was like, wow, not one of these books is technically mine Anymore, like they were all my my husbands. Well, and so it's I have, and I have cookbooks. I do. I have yes. some cookbooks, but I have pared down those a lot. So, well, and I find you know publishers want you to push the paperbacks because that's where they, mm-hmm. you know, that's just their thing. And and I'm like, and yet I'm a big fan of the Kindle. So sorry, you know. <laughs> But I know a lot of people do love an actual tangible book to hold in their hands. And I'm glad for that. But yeah, I, I can't say no, Kindle because I love mine so much. Okay, let's talk about some situations that you want to discuss today. Okay. My biggest thing is I feel... Like I have made a lot of strides and I have to say, I found you many years ago, uh, pre podcast, all that. Wow. Yeah. I have found you many, many years ago and I always thought I was doing a good job until. and I always knew I was cluttered. I always had too much stuff. I knew this because I was still planning for this big house that I will have someday. Um, and then I had a kid and with that comes all the kids stuff. And then I started really paring down my stuff and I have gotten rid of so much and I only touch mine. I learned that the hard way (laughs) only to declutter my own things. And I actually had that conversation with my daughter the other day. She had a donate box and she was putting things in it and she came with something. And I was like, that's not yours. So the only things you can choose to declutter are your own items. Things that belong to you. If it belongs to us as a family, we'll discuss it and talk about that. So, Um, But I feel like I'm drowning in everybody else's clutter between kids stuff. And then my husband is in the um, construction business. And so he has a ton of supplies and tools and he's also very sentimental. So he keeps everything. And I just don't know how to... Like, I feel like I have pared down and they have taken over the space that I have already pared down. Okay. And I don't, I know it's not a competition and I don't want to seem like I'm telling a grown man what to do. Right. <laughs> I don't want to well, start it, a fight either. It definitely is different with a husband than a daughter because, you know, the daughter you're teaching her how to mm-hmm. live in it. I mean, the fact that she has had her own donate box and is mm-hmm. working on that at all, is huge. So, how often do you declutter together with her? We haven't done one. We did one about a month ago. She actually filled two boxes with stuff, okay. and I had to get past some of the stuff. I was like, "Oh, you want to get rid of?" It? I was like, "Nope." <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna empower you to to let this go. Or we have a new cousin who is four months old, but she'll pick things out for her to mm-hmm. say. Oh, I'm gonna give this to her. So, I'm like, that's great. We'll set that aside. We'll give that to her. So we try to do it monthly with the holidays coming up. We'll be doing another one because we need to make room. Cause I know more stuff will be coming in. So what motivates her to declutter? Knowing that she's going to have more space. Okay. So if we clean her room together and she suddenly has floor space, she goes, this is so nice. I can play here. I was like, yes. And getting her to realize that, you know, like I have every, imaginary opportunity when there's more space that works better for her play wise than when so, it's cluttered and you have too many things to choose from. Right. So have you guys done um, the five minute pickup in her room specifically? We have not. Okay. So maybe that's something we should try um, because that's all it takes. <laughs> well, it does. I mean, like, you know, and, and I've, I've talked about this a couple other times recently, but it's that, you know, five minute pickup. Yes. As a family is general areas, but it's perfectly fine to say, go pick up in your room for five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then as she starts to experience play space versus having stuff, this, you know, that's enjoying that space is going to start to change how she views, you know, like, just like you have embraced the container concept, but she hasn't yet. She's seven, whatever, you know, I mean, come on, you know, we, we don't have huge expectations or anything, no. but, um, but at the same time, you've realized over time through the process, Oh, it's easier to live in this space. It's easier. There's room for my stuff to breathe. There's room for me to really see and appreciate the things I do love because of the empty space around it. It's and also so, easier to clean up Yes, when everything has a designated space. Right. And sometimes that that five minute pickup basically is the cleanup, mm-hmm. and so is the pickup you know it 's not the actual you know dusting and vacuuming and all that, but if that five minute pickup, you know, I would say start with just that let's start doing a five minute pickup. You love it so much when your room is open and ready let's start doing that in here, and even if it's not every day, if you forget no big deal, you know I mean like whatever, but just the more you can do five minute pickups, then it also will start to just like you said, we know how many clothes we have. We know how many clothes we need that those routines contribute to that. So as she does a five minute pickup and her, her room is to basically the way it is supposed to be according to the actual stuff that she has, you know, even if that's over full, then the more she does that, the more obvious it becomes, which things she really does play with, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, and, I, I think kids' rooms are a little bit hard because to me, they're kind of like one room apartments, like every, their whole life is in that room. They are. And like for our house too, like, it's not just her room. It's like also in the living room. Yeah. It's like, we have toys in the living room. There's toys in her bedroom. And where does she actually play? Both. Okay. Because we, you know, she's in our living room because that's where we hang out. And that's where, you know, the family usually is like she's got the Barbie dream house. <laughs> I did not realize that it was going to take up like an entire wall in her room. Yeah. We purchased a new uh, just yesterday I got a new like one of those rubber made storage bin things mm-hmm. um the drawers. And it has three drawers and I thought, "Oh, well we'll put Barbies in one drawer, we'll put clothes in one drawer and we'll put accessories in the other." And I started to put everything in and the Barbies filled with the drawer and she's like, well, I want Barbies and Chelsea's in the same drawer. I'm like, well, they don't fit. Like you've got too many. So you did you, do, did have- you take that opportunity to do the, put your favorites yeah. in first? We didn't at that point, because okay. I said, we want to have a space for Chelsea's too. So we gave up the drawer for the accessories and put the Chelsea's in another okay. drawer. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was what we worked on last night. And so tonight I think we're going to do a little bit more in there and just see what else, because at first she was like, I don't want that. And then we put everything in and she's like, oh, I do like this because I'd had it in bins before, which you had like lids on and things. So by giving her a drawer and something she could open easily and easily close again, I've empowered that. And then if it doesn't close, we have too many things in right. it. Well, and and go with the container concept with each little thing that you do. Some of them are going to be, oh, there was plenty of room. Okay. It didn't mm-hmm. even, you know, like it, and sometimes that might be something where you look at the pile and you look at the drawer and you know, it's going to fit. And so you don't think, you know, that matters, mm-hmm. but to go ahead and say, okay, put your favorite ones in first, just in case they don't all fit. And that's just going to reiterate and help okay. start to see yeah, topic. that's huge. I really like that. Yeah. And and like the Barbie and the Chelsea, obviously it worked great, you know. But if she wanted them in the same thing, okay, then put your favorite ones in first and mm-hmm. let her figure out, oh, that means getting rid of a lot of things. Okay, then we take the accessory drawer and take it. You know, I mean, like that process again mm-hmm. and again and again, because it's so logical <laughs> you know, and because it's the spaces making their decisions, that will start to make sense to her. Okay. I think, um, I know it has, it has with me personally. (laughs) The other day I said to her, um, I said, Nana said we should bring some toys over and she was like, Oh, okay. So I was like, so let's pick some toys from your room. They're going to go live at Nana's house. And that way, when you go over there, you can play with them there, but they stay there. That's a great idea. So we picked some, um, some things and she's like, Oh, well this came from Nana's and I, I wasn't supposed to take it. I was like, okay, well let's take it back. (laughs) Last thing we need is more stuff. <laughs> I know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, so that worked really well by saying, let's let's take this and that way you can play with it when you go over there. And that way it's more it's special rather than just sitting on your shelf and not being played with. Yeah. When we go over there now, it will get played with. So, so the toys that are in the living room, I'm guessing that is one of the things that makes you feel like their stuff is encroaching on your. Yes. What you've been trying to do. So is there a designated place for that in your? There is. There's a book. Sh- there's like one of those cube shelves uh-huh. that we have everything in In that. Does everything fit in there pretty good of hers? Yes. Um, yes and no. More. There's more stuff in there than I would like to have because mm-hmm. like the board games are there. And then we have like bins with stuff in it. Then we also have all the Legos. Oh, yeah. Yes, the Legos, which I did get a giant thing for the Legos that they've invented that's like this, you dump it out and it's a mat and then you can like scoop it back up. It actually works really great, except we're in the middle of a project. So then there's just like Legos everywhere. Um, And she's very creative and is always building some kind of city or town in in, like her own way. Mm -hmm. So she's doing that. So that's hard when there's Legos because so... She's taken over our living room. So I need to take that space back because we got a desk for when we went virtual school, but the desk really did not work for us. So now it's do we keep this desk or do we try and give it to somebody, sell it something? Because right now she's doing Legos on it, but it's like just a Lego desk. So is that something that could be moved into her room and make it something super exciting to move into her room? Or? I would like to, I just don't have space in her room to put that there. Would you have it if you removed stuff or is it just not big enough room? If the Barbie dream house left, it could. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's <tough. laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's that would where, be a tough. Sell, um, yeah. So that's tough um, you know, and, and eventually, um, I do plan to get like a loft bed, and that way we can oh, yeah. have a desk underneath. and And I would love to utilize that space, but right now that's just not a possibility. Okay. So, um, just I want to better utilize the desk that's there that's now not being used for school. It's not deep enough, is what the problem is. Okay. Like she can't have her laptop open and a book because it's. Just but it not, is good for Legos. It's fine for Legos. Is there anywhere else in the house that could be her Lego spot? No. Okay. We have a small house. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean that's it <laughs> I is know. what it is. It just, yeah. is it, uh, honestly, <laughs> yeah. eventually I would like our basement to become like a rec room kind of thing and have like, I want to put the dream house down there and put the Legos down there, but it's full of my husband's tools and supplies and things like that. So until they get utilized or moved, I don't have space for that. Okay. So I um, feel like there's a whole... You know, there's like a whole floor that is not utilized the way it should be. Okay. But that's stuff I don't have. No, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Clean. So the living room has the desk for Legos Mm -hmm. and it has the container like shelf with a bunch Mm -hmm. of different Mm -hmm. stuff in there. Um, At this time is, are there toys outside of those two places? Yes. Okay. So that would be another bookshelf that has toys in it. Okay. Like it's books. And then there's like a drawer and I have like the play food is in there. Okay. And then there's a trampoline in my living room. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So um, is this something I'm just going to ask, does it, does it drive your husband crazy too, or just you? No, he has such slob vision. Yeah. Which I do too. So I'm very, and I do. Yeah. He doesn't even see it. He doesn't even see, it doesn't bother him at all. It drives me crazy. Have you, Um, have you talked to him about how you would like for the basement to be? Yes. A little bit of that. Have you asked for, Hey, could, could I have just enough room for the desk so that Legos could move down there? Yes. Um, and I'm hoping we've been putting in a new HVAC system okay, and so, and which he does himself. And so, um, I'm hoping once that finishes, we can get a lot of the supply because we had cleared the. Space down there, and then all the supplies came in, yeah, for the, the new unit. And so that's been just a long, a very long process because he does it all himself after work. Oh, so, wow, that's amazing yeah. that he can do that! I know. I'm so fortunate that, like, anything yeah. on the house, he's just he can do anything, he fixes cars, he can do anything on the house, he does it all. He's a perfectionist, yeah. So, um, well, and I, I think part of it becomes you know, it's not a quick fix. It's not, but if you can kind of have the game plan for down the line, I mean, right now that space was clear and then that space became, you know, storage for something that had to be done. So it will be clear at some point, right? Yes. Yes. And And then I want to put, I want to turn that into like the kid area. So what I would say is, you know, keep on working on your stuff. And if, Possible, you know, like, is there anything? It sounds like she loves Barbies and she loves Legos. Does she yes. play with the play food that much? It's so funny. I had it all boxed up to get like move it out so, can- like, <laughs> out of yeah. sight, out of mind kind of thing. And she found it and then she played with it for like three days. Oh yeah. That's how it goes. So, isn't it? You know that's it. It's so like <laughs> She told me the other day, Oh, you can get rid of the, I think I'm ready to get rid of my Barbie dream house. I was like, Oh really? Okay. You know, I said, well, let's, let's start cleaning it out. And maybe it's like, Oh, I can sell it and we'll get all the furniture. And then she's like, you know, I really do like playing with it. And so it's so cyclical and um, yeah. she's always been like a, I want to play with the little tiny things. So we got the Shopkins and we have uh-huh. the Legos, like anything tiny is what she likes to play with. So we haven't been into like baby dolls. Yeah. So um, stuffies I have contained, That's I got great. one of those beanbag things. They're all in there. She pulls out what she wants. She zips it back up. It works great. That's great. Um, yeah. And she knows like if I want another stuffy, I have to get rid of a stuffy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think here's the thing is you've got, you've got their spaces and you've got the, the living space, you Mm -hmm. know, and I know, I know it's touchy because the living space is everybody's, but focusing on that and saying, okay, we're, you know, my goal is to make our living area beautiful. Like I'm, I'm really, you know, maybe if, if they're a little scared of your decluttering that you've been doing, you know, Mm -hmm. switch the focus to, I really want to like, you know, this is my thing right now. I want to make this space what I want it to be. So that means anything that doesn't fit in something has to go. And then obviously it will go to her room, mm-hmm. you know, which then would be a one-in, one-out. Oh, did you want to keep this? Okay. What do you want to get rid of to make room for it? Oh, nothing. Okay. Well, you know, just just one by one, item by item in the living room. Um, even though it's not necessarily your stuff, kind of owning it as your space, Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, and I know that's different in different families. You know how how much ownership people feel over kind of the decor and things like that. Because you know, and then and then when knowing that the HVAC stuff at some point, you know, you are going to help with that. I, sure, I will absolutely help get all this out of here, and then go ahead and take that space. You know, go ahead and be like, okay, now that that's out, let's move the Barbie Dream House, let's move the desk, so that yeah. you know, because I the other thing too is that. Has your husband noticed the benefit of you decluttering over the years? I don't know. (laughs) He he mainly gets annoyed because I keep rearranging things in the kitchen. Yeah. He's like, why did you move that drawer? We had everything there for 10 (laughs) years and now it's not in that drawer anymore. So um, I know, I think he does notice. Because, you know, furniture removal... Makes such a big. Sometimes when I'm just starting to feel like I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. I'm like, okay, what piece in here is causing me more trouble than it's worth? And if I can get that piece of furniture out of the room, the room feels so much bigger. And I don't know if that's. And that's I read. Um. You introduced us to the Nestor. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I've, I've read now both of her books and just talking about, you know, like listening to the space and like taking everything out and putting, you know, just like, what is it that works in here? And I, I have dreams of doing that to my living room because I do want that to happen. So, well, and here's the thing. I mean, Nestor and I, are, Michael and I are, I mean, I feel like we are on the same wavelength, you know, and sometimes she's like, well, I feel bad. Cause I tell everybody to pull everything out. And I'm like, here's the thing about that. She's pulling everything out after the clutter is gone. Do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I know. I know that's, she was like, we move into a new house and I'm like, yes, I want that. Right. But know that the decluttering down to the absolute basics that actually really do need to be in that room is the first step. And then you get into the You know, quieting up. So it's kind of like, let's, you know, work on what does not need to be in this room. So, like, looking at your living spaces as if this living space is defined, which is hard to be defined right now with virtual school because that wasn't ever a thing before, you know? So it's like, this is defined. Unfortunately, the desk didn't work in here. You're working in the living room now or in the dining room. So, you know, the desk can't be in here anymore. Right. Sorry. You know, like, where did she work on Legos before? At a little, like, coffee table. Did that work better than the desk, or? It had storage underneath it, so it kind of, it was, you know what, honestly, it was another flat space to pile things on. Yeah. So, like, that's That's the hard hard part, is just, you know... And, and we all go through that, you know, like the flat space is so hard because yes. things just get placed there. And, um, but just talking about like taking that space back, I'm already envisioning things that I can like, why do I have that in the living room that could go somewhere else? Okay. You know, and that'll make me feel better. And I feel like I'm in the same space as a lot of people who are doing this lockdown time where you're in the house way more than you were. And mm-hmm. you start to notice things more and things kind of, get under my skin a little bit more because I'm here all the time. Right. Um, so you see all those like, Oh, I I could find a better place to put, you know, for that. So So you can think of, this is opening my eyes to be like, Oh, well I don't need that toy that I have displayed on a shelf because why, why is it in the living room? Okay. (laughs) It could go in her bedroom. Okay, so there is some easy stuff to get out of the living there room. There is some easy stuff. And every time you get easy stuff out, you're going to feel a little bit better. Yes, got to do and the easy stuff first. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Somebody send <laughs> <said them> that. <laughs> Tell everybody about your t-shirt. I love your t-shirt. Oh, my t-shirt <inaudible> yes. says, take it there now. I and guys, I, I'll, I'll post a picture of it in our kindred spirits group so they can see it. I love it. Okay, so you have some things that you know you could start getting out of there, absolutely. And then, you know, and here's the thing too: as you start to get out the easy stuff, you can talk about what it is you're trying to do. Like, I'm trying to make this room this. Yeah, you guys, notice. Look at my before and after. Look what a difference it made. You know, just well, and that's another thing. And yeah. this is um, we're we're hoping to move. Um, things have like stalled with all the COVID and all that stuff. Oh, and yeah. um, so we're getting ready to put our house on the market, which is why we're putting in the new HM and we have a lot of other projects, but that can be another thing where I'm like, Hey, we're getting ready to. So hopefully that'll work. We'll yeah. See. Um, I've been ruthlessly decluttering seasonal decorations as I go through them. Oh, good for you. So like for fall, you know, I, cause I come from, um, my mom has a really high clutter threshold where she decorates for every single occasion. And she worked at a gift shop for many years and has gorgeous decorations and decorates for every occasion. And I thought I was going to be like that too. So I bought all this stuff over the years and now I'm like, I don't want this. So um, I have been just like, unless I don't absolutely love it, I have gotten rid of it. Well, and I bet with every bit of that that you do, you're freeing up storage space, right? I am, and like I'm trying to like get a good set of like three bins of fall stuff. I'm down to one, yeah, right. One of the best ways to you know, when you're dealing with another adult in your house, your spouse, to be able to say, "Hey, I cleared out this storage space. I would love for you to be able to put some of the stuff that's just out, you know, mm-hmm. like that maybe is is not going to be just temporary, like the HVAC, but you know hey, this is a, a space that I cleared out. Feel free to use that for your tools you know um yeah. your kind of stuff and so because that that's where that tension comes in with adults is you know it's just as much his house as it is yours and and yes. all that kind of stuff so um you know, honoring the fact that you have stuff that you want to keep that I don't necessarily prioritize in my organizing of stuff, but Hey, this is a space for you. I've cleared out. And as you do that, and it, it does start to trigger something like, Oh, our, our house is bigger. We do have space that I didn't realize we had space, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And then over time that generally I can never promise it, but you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll generally help them start to view space and home and storage and all that kind of stuff differently too. But you've also been listening for a long time. So I have. <laughs> I, you know, I'm I like, have. I don't know, but you know that I, I think that freeing up storage space is a really big deal. I'm proud of you. That's great. That oh, that. I have been. Yeah. I'm so, out. Uh, and like two years ago, Three years ago, we started having a real tree instead of an artificial tree. Oh, wow. And so um, I don't have to store my tree anymore, which is glorious. And I just have my ornaments. And this year, I'm already thinking okay, what ornaments do I not love? Like, are there just like some random, like, red and green Christmas balls that I don't, I want everything on the tree to have a meaning. That's like, cool. why do I have this? Or did somebody well, give it to me and, and have that? So do you also feel like that kind of helps you put a time limit on having your tree out? Yes, it does. Yeah. That's good. it's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, I can't because of my allergies. But I know, yeah. I know. And that I always, you know, I grew up never having a, a real one because of allergies and things like that. But we, we tried it a couple years ago and it worked. And so That's great. I'm really happy to do that. So Love it. I do the same with like a wreath. I put a fresh wreath on the door rather than store an artificial wreath. Like I'd rather have the real estate. Than- That's kind of like um, the pumpkins, like uh, yes. Michael was talking about. <laughs> I I took that this year and I was like, I am going to do that. That's such a great idea because I have all these and I actually got rid of some of my pumpkins that I had because I didn't love them, but I was just like, oh, well, I I bought them. I should keep them, but now I'm going to bless them to somebody else and I've donated them and someone else can have it in in their home. Maybe that'll work for them. So yeah, yeah, so many things I've learned. (laughs) So what's something else you wanted to talk about? My family now kind of makes fun of me for getting rid of things. (laughs) And then I feel kind of guilty. So um, they're like, you know, I'll get a gift and they're like, oh, I'm surprised you held on to that. I figured you would have donated it by now. You're talking about extended family? No, immediate. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I try to encourage them to purchase, you know, if they want to do a gift, do something that's a clutter-free gift. And I know you know, do a family, you know, a membership to the zoo or something that like our family is going to use rather than another ceramic, something, you know, tchotchke. Are you talking about your mom or like your husband and your daughter? My mom. Okay. I just need to find ways to get past that guilt of them saying, Oh, well, you know, I gave that to you, but I figured you would have gotten rid of it by now. Uh, You know what? I mean I'm just going to say that there's a lot of people listening who would love to have your problem. Uh, yeah. Meaning there are so many who are not at the point where their family doesn't understand where their family doesn't make they would love for their family to make those snarky remarks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like you've trained them and and you you're proof that it is possible to get to a point where people understand that you don't want all that kind of stuff. You know, I mean like there's no easy way you know, to to say that do they still buy you things that you have to declutter pretty quickly? Yes, and that's the problem. Though, you know, but they don't get offended that you declutter it. They don't. Okay. But then I'm like, well, then why did you spend the money on that? It could have gone to something else, or but it was the joy for them. It is a joy for them, I guess. And I need to let them have their joy and and maybe you know. they have a bet going. Of <laughs> maybe they do. That you don't know about. I wouldn't put that past them. <laughs> How long are they going to, how long is she going to keep that item? I know. A giant pink, fuzzy, like sweatshirt thing. And it was like, I look like a marshmallow in it and, but it was really warm. So I kept it and I had it. I was like, Oh, I'm using that as a robe. And my mom was like, Oh, I'm surprised you still have that. I was like, well, no, it's really warm. I kept it. I'm not going to like wear it out of the house, but when it's cold out, I'm going to put it on. So well, I guess with every time that you do keep something that gives them a little bit more training on what kind of stuff. Yeah, you <laughs> no, yeah. I, I have my kids know, know now, I mean, I've just given my whole family permission to get rid of anything at any time. Don't worry about, you know, I'm like, we're not going to tell people
1: necessarily,
0: right. you know, but I'm like, blame it on your mom. Just say, oh, my mom gets rid of stuff all the time. I'm sorry if somebody asks about it later or whatever. Um, it, it Unfortunately, it is the reality. Like if something comes in and you aren't going to use it and you don't even like it, it can't stay in your house. Yeah. You know, so it sounds like you've been doing the right thing. So how how have you told them that you got rid of stuff or did they just notice? They've noticed. <laughs> and then when I I used to... I used to be the person that, you know, oh, I have these clothes that I don't want anymore. Do you want them? And I would take them and then I would be like, Well, this is a little small, but you know, like maybe someday I'll fit into it and I would hold on to it. And now when they say, Hey, I have these like pair of navy blue pants, I'm like, I don't want them. I'm like, are you sure? I'm like, I, I have no use for them. No. Thank you for thinking of me, but donate it. Yeah. So um it's gotten to the point they don't even ask me anymore. <laughs> Do you ever get offended is, though? I do sometimes. I'm like, all, why don't you honestly. ask me anymore? <laughs> if it was shoes, I would get no. <laughs> um, well, it used to be like, well, especially now because I'm not working, so I don't need work clothes or anything right? like that. So, or so like in our my t-shirt and jeans like every single day. So, it's it's different now, but yeah, they know just don't even bother. I don't want it. Yeah. Um, Maternity clothes. Like, I had a friend who I was holding on because I thought maybe I would have another kid. I didn't. And then I decided, absolutely, I'm not. I'm done. And I had a friend who was pregnant. And I was like, I have a bin of clothes. I'm, you know what? Do you want them? She was like, Yes. I was like, If there's anything you don't want, just pass it along. And I got the whole bin out of the house and it felt great. And then she wore one of my outfits one day and I was like, oh, I remember wearing that outfit. It makes me so happy to see somebody else in it, you know? So, well, I think to me, it's just, it, it's exciting to hear you talk about this. I know it can be frustrating sometimes and they, whatever you feel bad, but at the same time, I mean, you're proof that you can go from being the person who takes all everything that people want to get rid of to the person who doesn't anymore. Like it is possible to change that identity. That's big. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's taken a lot, but I'm proud of I you. Have, I'm still like debating. I have, cause you know, when I got married, I registered for three different types of dishes. Me too. At least I three. Have, I have Christmas dishes. I have regular dishes. And then I had spring dishes too, that are like floral. Um, and I still have all of them because I still really do love, I was thinking about getting rid of the floral ones, but I still really love them. I think they're yeah. beautiful. I just need to use them. Because it, it does it does no good having them you know in a drawer or in a cupboard and you don't see them, so I'm trying to make a better use out of them and like I start to use I use my Christmas dishes starting on Thanksgiving. I usually serve Thanksgiving dinner on them oh, and fun. then we have them out for the whole season like I switch I move all the everyday dishes out of the cabinet and we only use the Christmas dishes and try to do that because I figure, you know, my mom started, my parents gave me a set of Christmas dishes every year since I was like 10. Wow. Like they would give me a full place setting every year for Christmas so that by the time I was, you know, 20, I had a 12 person set and I have a ton of stuff. So, wow. um, yeah, I have pared down. I don't need all the serving platters and all that stuff. I just have like the dishes and a, a couple, like a lasagna pan that a dear friend gave me and stuff like that. Well, and to, you know, be thinking along the lines of if, if my goal is to use those floral dishes, then what can I get rid of in my kitchen to make space for them to be easily accessible? You know, like right. space for space kind of a thing. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I did that the other day. I actually got rid of my crock pot gasp. Um, I'm not sure I have- how I feel about that. Well, cause I have one of those Instapots that also does slow cooking. Yes. So I have one gadget that does it all. I know you have multiple Crock-Pots. I do. Well, and, and I put it on Instagram the other day. I, um, I just got another Crock-Pot because one had died like a year ago. Here I am justifying myself. Anyway, <laughs> But it had died like a year ago and I tried to go without it. And I finally was like, no, I really, really do. Because, because I do use them, you know, like I will, of course this year haven't that much, but, um, when I'm feeding teenagers or whatever, you know, I like to have one that has the meat in it, one that has the beans, one that has the nacho cheese, you know, that kind of thing. So, but yeah, I probably could, but that's what fits into your life. It does. Yeah. That's what you need. Um, Right. And for it's so funny because I found that I wasn't using my crock pot as much because that's I was great. using my Instapot or using the Instapot at the crock pot setting. It's this is not an ad for Instapot, it's not even that brand, but um, I found that I'm using that a lot more than just my standard crock pot. Probably because I'm also home now a lot more, right? So, well, um, and I think that's important too for people who do have Instant Pots to you know give it a try. See if you're okay with that to be able to get rid of the other one. I... I think I've used it, the slow cooking thing one time maybe, but I just haven't, maybe I should, but I don't, anyway. I mean, yeah, I did like, you know, put it away for a little while to see if I could yeah. live without it. And I did. So, great. um, but yeah, I have much more space. Yeah. I so think that thing is huge. Yes. Um, and have really pared down because I love to cook. So I also have all that, like that cooking gadget stuff, but have, you know, like the whole can opener thing, like I don't need three can openers. I only need one. <laughs> I think that was in like an old podcast that I listened to of yours. (laughs) Like, what if this one breaks, you know, like I can run up to CVS and get a can opener if I need a can, if I'm that desperate. (laughs) So, um, yeah, just like little things like that, that I've really pared down. That's great. Um, I'm I'm sitting in my office, my home office right now, which is like my craft room. And I was like consolidating things today. I was like, why do I have three different bins with sewing items? And none of them are full. So I was well, able and to like, consolidate of, all that yes, into one today. Of making a consolidating step helps you, is opens your eyes and you're like, wait a minute, what in the world? I know, because I find myself just collecting the same things. I like, think, oh, that's useful. And then all of a sudden I realize I think I have 20 of those. Yeah, I will never need to buy another box of uh, like push pin needles, like for uh-huh. like, sewing. And I don't even know how to sew, but I have pushpins. <laughs> if anybody needs them. I have many, many, that's many. Funny. So, yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about today? No, I just want to thank you for being you because Mm -hmm. your realism and knowing that somebody else sees things the way that I see them and project brain is a real thing. And I yes, don't think, is. and Oh, T pad. I was talking to my mother about T pad last weekend. Cause my dad was like coming out and then he got sidetracked with something. And she's like, I'm going to go check on him. I don't know where he went. I was like, mom, he has T pad. And she's like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, Oh, it's time passage. What it was a time passage awareness disorder, disorder. and she's like, he does have that. (laughs) So I was like, it's a real thing, and so we had this whole conversation about that because I always talk about you with her, and so thank you for you know knowing what our brains are like, and I wish I'd found you years like, like in my high school days because college would not have been as my room in college would have been livable, and I would have been able to find. Well, I could always find what I needed everyone always said, you're so organized. And I was like, yeah, you haven't seen my room. Oh, people would see my room in college and be like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, this is like the farthest thing in the world from what I thought your room would look like. And I'd be like, stop talking. (laughs) Yeah. And that's like, I'm very, I've always been like a very organized on paper kind of person. But that's the project brain in all of us yeah. and and having a, a start to finish. So that's why I like Laundry Day now, I guess, because it is a project. It's a start and it's a finish. So And it works. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. And yeah. So uh, thank you. Well, thank you. Tell me what you <laughs> love about being a kindred spirit. I love how just supportive that the the people in there are just so kind. And so I love the buddy. There's a buddy thread every day where it's just like, hey, if you have something that you want to get done or a number of things you want to get done, put it on this thread. And I think that's wonderful because it's your own accountability. No one's going to be like, oh, you didn't get number three done but you can come back and be like a week later i finally got my list done and you'll get cheers from people and just having that support and knowing like i can take a picture of any room in my house and put it up there and i am not going to get anyone going why is there a trampoline in your living room <laughs> someone someone else is going to be like oh i have two of those i you know how did you was, get down to one i think so- <laughs> i was going to say i think if we took a poll <laughs> Probably at least half the people in that group would have trampolines in their living room. You know, yes. so, yeah, <laughs> it's a little one. It's not like a giant trampoline, right, right? But um, I just think that oh my gosh, I found just found more pushpins. Um, yeah, the the group in there is just so wonderful. And then um, being able to do this interview with you and and talk to you, having those Zoom meetings has been wonderful. Just to see the people that we're online with, and to find out where they are all over the world it's just fantastic to see how many, how many people you've touched. Wow. And and it's, it's like, this is a common thread that we have with people. Like you just said, all over the world, you know, we've got people in Korea and like Slovenia and New Zealand and Australia and England. It's just, yeah, it's lovely it's just a lovely group it's, of people. They are just the kindest people. I do, I do love that we are kindred spirits yes. and, and I love that that's from Anne of Green Gables because tomorrow is always fresh with no mistakes. Oh, I love that. Is that, I, that's, that's from another Anne of good Green quote. Gables. Yes. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I, that's a Miss Stacy quote. So I love just it. love it. Thank you so much for being willing to come on. Thanks for being willing to share. And um, I think that there's going to be a lot of people who relate to exactly what you talk about. Okay. I hope you guys loved that conversation with Taryn. I love doing these. I love these strategy sessions and I love hearing from you guys that you like them too. Um, I hope it just helps you to take the same things that we talk about anyway and apply them in your unique situation. I think the more that you hear the same basic strategies applied in unique and different areas of your home or life situations. Um, I just think it's really helpful. So, uh, if you would like to be a patron of the show as well, like Taryn is, you can go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. That's P A T R E O N.com slash a slob comes clean. And again, just wanted to remind you about the take your house back course. I think you guys are going to love it. So go check it out at take your All right. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.